time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for Tech Tuesday. Welcome back to Tech Tuesday. I'm Myla Wong. My name is Raj Shroff, and I'm a director of applied AI research at Blue Artificial Intelligence. Recently, people say ChatGPT has become lazy and it doesn't follow instructions. So, what's happening exactly? Yeah, so I've come across this as well, and it's kind of surprising that this is happening because ChatGPT Premium still costs twenty U.S. dollars a month. Basically, people are reporting online that ChatGPT is either refusing to perform difficult and resource-intensive tasks. Or even more annoyingly, it's telling the user how they can do the task by themselves. So, for example, coders are saying that ChatGPT now refuses to write more than a few dozen lines of code, and other people are saying that ChatGPT refuses to perform any long task, such as generating a table with many columns. Um, basically, if you give it a complex task instead of doing it, which it could do in the past, it'll do part of the work. And give you instructions on how to do the rest by yourself. Does this happen to ChatGPT four only? What about three point five? Most people are complaining about laziness in ChatGPT four simply because GPT four is used for more complex tasks, and because people are paying for it, they tend to be more annoyed with it. But we have to keep in mind that GPT three point five and GPT four are different models. Probably running on different hardware stacks, so we should not assume that both of these models share the exact same issue. Does OpenAI know why this is happening? Well, their reaction is claiming that they're innocent. If they know, they're not admitting why this is happening. All they have done in public so far is acknowledge the issue that ChatGPT seems to be lazier and less willing to do the work. They claim that they don't know why this is happening. But they have promised to investigate it. I think they're saying that they are also looking to fix it. So, what's the possible reason for this problem? Well, unless OpenAI comes out and gives us a definitive answer, all we can do is speculate. One of the funnier theories, and that's probably incorrect, is that ChatGPT has learned to become lazy around the holiday season because it has learned from its own training data that humans also stop working hard around the holidays. But nobody actually knows the real reason. People have different theories from a technical standpoint. For what it's worth, my personal opinion, and this is only an opinion, is that ChatGPT might have been instructed to not waste computing resources on complex or lengthy tasks. And there's a couple of reasons why this might make sense given the timing. First, ChatGPT usage for GPT-4 has been very high lately. And it costs OpenAI money every time somebody uses ChatGPT. And at the same time, OpenAI is constantly training new models. So their current hardware stack is very strained because all of these models have to use the existing hardware, unless OpenAI goes out and buys more graphics processing units. So therefore, the boring explanation might just be that ChatGPT was trying to make the most. Of the limited computing resources it had, and therefore it appeared to be lazier and less willing to do complex work. OpenAI hasn't actually confirmed this. Of course, they say that they haven't updated the model since November the 11th, and that it wasn't intentional. 
Yep, so that's their official wording. But who knows what actually happened in the background? Maybe they were tinkering with it and something happened, or this is just how large language models are unpredictable. And that's also a reasonable explanation that these models are unpredictable as they keep working and evolving. So they may be just acting weird, and this might be something that needs to be fixed. And you said there are ways to work around this. Yes, people have been posting potential solutions on social media that are both hilarious and helpful, and I've actually used some of these potential solutions. For example, when ChatGPT told one user that it could not complete the task, the user responded by saying, "I pay twenty dollars for the service every month, so please complete the task." And the next screenshot was ChatGPT successfully completing the task. And other people have said that they have told ChatGPT that, "Hey, I'm going to give you a cookie, or I'm going to give you $100 if you do this work." So ChatGPT apparently used that as motivation to actually do the work. A more reasonable approach that I've kind of played around with, and it's worked for me, is to take a complex task and break it down into multiple requests or multiple prompts. That way, ChatGPT can focus on multiple small tasks that are not resource-intensive instead of one big task. Speaking of OpenAI, is also partnering up with a German media company called Axel Springer to give the users of ChatGPT news summaries from across the world. How does that work exactly? To give a bit of background to that, Axel Springer is a holding company essentially that owns many major media outlets, including American outlets like Business Insider and Politico. So, with this partnership, ChatGPT users will basically receive summaries of global news content only from Axel Springer's media brands, the brands that I mentioned. And going one step further, if you do ask ChatGPT questions about a specific news event, it's going to answer by referencing articles from these media outlets, but also including links to the source articles to promote transparency and the quality of the information. The media company said the collaboration is to strengthen independent journalism in the age of AI. It seems it's quite inevitable that we are infusing AI with journalism. Yes, that seems to be the general direction. Whether it's inevitable or not ultimately depends on the reader's response to AI-infused journalism. So the question is: Will we, as readers, trust AI-generated news more? Or less than human-generated news content. Using AI to generate news summaries and even automatically write short factual articles that summarizes large amounts of information is actually quite attractive to media companies. But the real question here is: What happens when AI is used to write longer articles on complex topics that require commentary and nuance and like delicate treatment? And there's a risk that AI-generated articles might be poorly written, which could damage the reputation of media companies in the eyes of the reader. I think we've seen some low-quality or even factually flawed articles written by AI before. Has、um, OpenAI or the media companies said anything about human oversight this time? Well, as of now, we haven't heard too much about human oversight because this news is quite new, and this is important because we've already seen many cases just this year of media companies being exposed for publishing low-quality AI-generated articles. 
Last week on the show, we talked about Sports Illustrated coming under fire for allegedly using AI-generated content and even AI-generated journalist profiles. However, on the flip side of this, OpenAI as a company is no stranger to the practice of using human oversight to train ChatGPT. So they've been doing this for more than a year. When they initially trained ChatGPT, they knew how to keep humans in the loop to ensure that the model could learn how to answer questions and perform tasks in an acceptable manner, in a mostly factual manner. So with this partnership, I definitely believe that there will be some level of human oversight, an appropriate level of human oversight, since news coverage is one of those things you don't want to get wrong on a large scale. They also said the content from the media company will also be used to train OpenAI's models. So does that mean ChatGPT will become more maybe factually accurate? Well, we would really hope so. But personally, I have mixed feelings about this because I would like to see a wider variety of news sources across countries, across liberal and conservative media used to train OpenAI's models. And the reason I'm thinking about this is that this would have the dual benefit of potentially improving factual accuracy in the news coverage, but also reducing geographic and ideological bias. So my personal hope is that both OpenAI and its competitors, whether it's Google, Microsoft, or smaller AI companies, really try to strive towards this goal so that we as readers of news have access to high quality information when we try to get our news through these AI apps. For the time being, as users of ChatGPT, we still have to fact check the answers it provides, right? But in that case, that kind of defeats the purpose of using AI in the first place. And yes, that's right. And I would actually highly recommend fact checking everything that is AI generated. And that's because GPT models are optimized to produce well-written and persuasive content. That's the goal. But well-written does not always mean accurate or correct. Now, just because ChatGPT can summarize news does not mean that we can stop fact-checking on our own. And locally, some researchers have developed a color-changing fabric with the help of AI and some optical fibers that can be illuminated in different colors. Professor Ginny Tan, who has the research team at the Hong Kong 8 lab, explained how that works. The AI element is actually based on computer vision. So it has an integrated camera in the textile system. So it actually will receive images through the camera and then interpret your commands through your hand gestures to change the illumination of the textile. Right now, we have programmed it to simple gestures, like gestures that we find that are more intuitive to people of all cultures. So for example, thumbs are okay, one, two, three, four, five, things like that. Each gesture will represent one color. So maybe thumbs up is one color, okay is one color, five is one color. Professor Tan also said they want to commercialize this product. Um, Raj, are we seeing more and more AI-powered products in our daily lives? Yeah, absolutely. And integrating AI into everyday products is an emerging trend that has been around for a while. Consider things like household appliances. 
you can have an AI enabled refrigerator that has a feature such as tracking how much food is inside the fridge or even suggesting recipes based on the ingredients that you have inside your fridge. Another option is with household furniture. Imagine we have a sofa that adjusts its firmness based on our sitting posture or a bed that monitors and adapts to our sleep patterns for enhanced comfort and enhanced spinal health. So examples like this are already being put into the market and it really illustrates a future where AI can integrate seamlessly into our daily lives and it's not just limited to something like ChatGPT or smartphones. So is it becoming easier to to commercialize AI-empowered products? In the past year, absolutely, because AI companies are finding it easier to raise money for these kind of products and research in the past year, especially given the popularity of things like ChatGPT. And people are starting to understand how that's going to improve their lives or at least make their lives easier. Even investors realize this. So the people that are funding these AI companies have not been shy about investing money into these startups that build AI-powered products. So hopefully we're going to see a world where even smaller AI companies can raise enough money to introduce really cool products. And it's not limited to people like OpenAI, Microsoft, and Google. Right. But as we see more and more AI products, do you think some of them will be treated as just like a gimmick thing? Yeah, and that's definitely something that could happen, but that's where the free market wins. So sure, there are some gimmicks that try to raise a lot of money and don't deliver anything, but these products fail quickly. Investors learn to not put money into companies and founders that don't have a clear vision. And over time, we're going to see the field narrow from companies that are overhyped into companies that are actually introducing reasonable, useful, and practical solutions. And hopefully one of them, or some of them, are companies that are reducing global waste, like this clothing company that we've mentioned.